Now, you might not believe this, but the career path of almost every super successful individual included having a job just like the one you have now. You're either going to or coming from work, so we might as well talk about it today on Your Way to Work. And now, your host, Ricardo Witte. Hi, everybody. This is Rick Witted. You're listening to On Your Way to Work, uh, and I am glad to be back in studio. I know I was back last week, but I tell you what, I didn't realize how much I missed this place being out the month of December. Today, I want to talk about where are you getting your career advice from? And according to a survey done in a workplace study, by Accenture, a consulting group. The study's called The Path Forward. Easy enough to Google. I'll uh, ask the staff here to provide a link for you so you can go to that study. A lot of interesting stuff there. However, in the top uh, countdown of those places where workers get their career advice, it went like this in that study. At number one, at 35%, workers get career advice from colleagues. At 32%, workers got their career advice from family. At 29%, workers got their career advice from friends. Tied at 28%, workers got their career advice and guidance from their supervisors, their boss, Or uh, they were do-it-yourselfers. They got it from books and articles and trainings. Uh, 16%, nobody. They just didn't ask for career advice. Uh, 15% uh, from mentors or some type of senior sponsor within their organization. And at 11%, a professional career coach. So I guess they paid somebody money to help guide and coach their career I just want to talk a little bit about those different categories of career advice. I think they're all great sources potentially, but there are a few things that you need to know. And I will say this, if you did not listen to season one of On Your Way to Work, go back uh, in season one and listen to episode six, episode seven, and episode 43. I deal very specifically in those episodes with mentorship and how to find and build a mentor relationship uh, and how to get a mentor relationship started on the right track, which is episode 43. So I'd encourage you to go back and listen to those. I think those shows are a good groundwork for today's discussion. So let's jump into it. If you're going to get career advice, I'm just telling you there are four things that are fundamental. Let me go through those. Number one, proven success. It is hard to get someone to tell you directions to a place they've never been, right? So if you are looking for career advice, you want someone who has proven success, either directly in your field or just in general success in the workplace. Both come with a set of wisdom that is crucial 
uh, for you to be successful in the workplace. I just got to say it like this. Don't go to someone for career advice who's no better off than where you are. What they can tell you is going to be very limited. You are seeking out the counsel of those who have experienced the place or the level that you want to be at. So proven success is crucial. Number two, if you're going to get career advice from somewhere, make sure the person has character and integrity. You can win easily by cheating. You can win easily by running over people. Or you can win by working hard. You can win by being honest and fair. If all you're looking for in terms of the criteria for getting advice is, did the person win? You might be in for a real bad set of principles in terms of the advice that you're going to receive. Make sure the person that you're getting career advice is someone who has character and integrity. So what do I mean? I mean someone who is ethical in their practices. I mean someone who does not uh, look at another person as a means to their personal ends only. Uh, and that is very, very, uh, very, very important. Those types of individuals can easily give you career advice and tell you exactly how they won. If they're honest, then they're going to tell you things that may not be on the ethical or at a minimum on the respectful side of things. Or they may not tell you the truth and then what they tell you doesn't work because they actually use shortcuts and being unethical, exploiting people, those types of things, those are shortcuts. And um, yeah, they might get you to where you want to be, but they won't keep you there. I can promise you over the long term, bad choices, bad decisions and bad practices always come home to roost. I've never seen them not at some point in the long run, come home to roost. And then number three, if you're going to get career advice from someone, make sure it's someone who has experience, wisdom, or a skill set that you desire or you need. Again, make sure this is someone who has experience, wisdom, or a skill set that you desire or need. This is not exactly the same as the first one, right? So you can have the wisdom and the skill set and the experience, but not be successful. It just may mean you're not a hard worker uh, or something's going on in the workplace. Maybe you're not good with people. Whatever the dynamics is, experience and wisdom and skill set is not enough on its own. Uh, and it's not the same as proven success, but the combination of those things are important. So you've got to have someone, one, with proven success, two, character and integrity. They're someone who's ethical. And three, experience, wisdom, and skill sets that you desire or you need. Let me talk about that. A set of skills that you may need for the next thing that you're looking to migrate to on your career path or an area you desire to migrate towards. It's not going to help you to find someone to get some advice from that knows nothing about that skill set. Now, I'll give you a secret. A lot of times that's your boss or colleague or coworker. Those are great places to get that to, and those are in our list of where people get their advice from. My point is you need a specific skill set or you desire 
a specific skill set to progress on your career path, then you need to find someone who has that or who has that experience or background uh, or someone who's gained wisdom in a particular field, industry or area that you desire to migrate to. If it's a place you desire to go, find someone who has that skill set or experience or wisdom. Now, this fourth one is huge. For me, this one is probably more important than anything. A positive attitude. There is nothing like getting advice from someone who may be proven and successful, who may have character and integrity, at least on the surface, right? Experience and wisdom and skill set, but their attitude just sucks. It's horrible. Like nothing's positive. They're very critical. I am telling you, you are only gonna beat down your confidence as you travel your career path if the source that you're getting advice from is a place that is not positive. Now, let me just give you an example. So I'm talking to someone who's giving me career advice and I say, hey, Bob, no particular name. I don't, I don't know a Bob in the workplace, but hey, Bob, you know, I am trying to figure out how to ch- achieve step 325 in our process here at work. And I'm really struggling with accomplishing step 325. I'm totally making this up, listeners, but follow along with me. And then Bob goes, well, Rick, you know, step 325 is not that hard, but like, you know, first of all, I mean, you got to get through Mary. Mary is just going to drive you nuts. And, you know, I the way I figured out getting through step 25 was I just had to just ignore Mary and just work around her because blah, 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 right? So that's one example that could go a million different ways. Here's my point. I didn't ask Bob to talk about Mary. I didn't need Bob's negative opinion about Mary. I just needed Bob to tell me about 325 and the process, total makeup of a story here, but you get my point. That type of thinking, which I've heard it referred to as stinking thinking, that type of thinking will eventually either poison or give cancer to your attitude or debilitate your confidence. So, Top four things, the four things that I have always looked for in my career when I am seeking advice. One, proven success. You can't help me if you've never been there. You can't tell me what to be if you don't know what it looks like. Just can't. You can't tell me what pitfalls to stay away from if you've never even gotten on the trail and walked down. You've got to have proven success if you're going to give Rick Witted advice. Now, that could be success in any area, a number of things. Uh, while I may be talking to someone that doesn't know my, my particular space, the career, uh, the industry that I'm in, but whatever industry they're in, and maybe it's just a sage old, uh, old guy or or lady who just has a lot of wisdom with people. Well, you know what? I can get advice from him or her that that is directly applicable to my workplace setting because I need something for people, right? And I can learn that from them and apply it 
in the workplace, right? So proven success is key for me. They've got to have integrity and character. They've got to be ethical. Just be careful. If something in your gut saying, that boy ain't right, that girl ain't right. If something in your gut is saying that, something's not right. Stay away. Just arm's length difference. If you've got to work with them, fine. But don't draw energy from them. Just trust me on this one. You're in for a big, big surprise if you do that. And in my opinion, you're just trying to take shortcuts to do things that lack integrity or ethics, right? So uh, they've got to have character and integrity. They've got to be ethical. Uh, and then the experience and wisdom, you, you've got to find someone that's been there, right? And a positive attitude. Those are the top four things. Now, as I think about this list where people are getting advice from, let me just, let's just kind of take my four filters there for where we source career advice and go through these. So colleagues, I think this is a phenomenal place to get career advice from. There is someone in the workplace better than you somewhere. They are. And you can make the mistake of choosing to be competitive with them or you can seek them out for counsel. There are some people in the workplace, they may not be at, you know, the number one position. They may be at the number 10 position, but they are so good at what they do, their reputation hovers at the number one level, right, within the company. People like that you want to seek out for advice. These are, at times, informal mentors. They can be formal, but more than likely, these are informal mentors. They may be peers or colleagues in a different line of business or set within the workplace. These are people that you can get great career advice from. But again, proven success, character, integrity, they have ethics, experience and wisdom and skill set that you need or that you desire, and a positive attitude. If that colleague is missing either one of those, be careful. And if I had to give them to you in pri priority uh, ranking, I'd say if they're missing character and integrity and positive attitude, run, Forrest, run. Get out of there, right? Just trust me on this one. Stay away, right? Um, if they don't have proven success, but they have very solid experience and they're really good, they've mastered a particular set of skills in the workplace and they have a positive attitude and good character and they want to share it with you, absorb it, right? If they're successful, without a doubt, as long as they have a positive attitude and, and uh, they're ethical, absorb it, right? Colleagues are a great source for career advice. Family. Now, this one, this one can be good or not. One of the challenges with career advice from family members is it's so personal. This is, you're going to probably say positive attitude may be a challenge. And I just want to give a caveat and a carve out here. Because a family member is so, so personal to us, a lot of times they mean well, but they have a tendency to just tell you what you need to do and what you, not, what you ought not do and et cetera. Don't block that out completely, 
right? It doesn't mean that they don't have a positive attitude. It means they're your family. Now, there are some family members that are just outright negative, right? The sun is out and they say, yeah, but it's going to rain, right? You're trying to smile. They look like they've got rocks in their mouth. I, I get all of that. Uh, but just be careful on, on the positive attitude one with family because we tend to have a very short fuse with our own family. But if you've got a family member, they've got proven success in an area. And don't get me wrong, that doesn't just have to mean the skill set at work. That could be they're good with people. They demonstrate patience really well or something that that can help you in the workplace or as it relates to human relationships. Family is a great place. It's the number two place where people get advice from. A third of the workforce gets advice from family. A little more than a third of the workforce gets advice from, from colleagues. Number three, this applies. Same advice uh, and the same things that I just said about, about the number three one, friends, ditto, right? They can also be very close. Uh, and I think family and friends are an important source of career advice. But listen, here's where you need to be care- careful with friends. Those are our hangout buddies. We tend to, that we always go to them. We just drink out of that spout quite often. And a lot of times, not the right source, right? You know, if it needs to be a friend that keeps you positive. It needs to be a friend that inspires you to do more. If it's that kind of friend, then yeah, a great place to get advice. But again, yeah, I just got to be honest. If it's someone that's like, you got to pull them out of the crab pot every time you're around them because they're all, you know, whatever, uh, then it may not be the best place to get uh, advice from. Let me tell you how I've always used friends, right? And family as well. They know you often so much better than most people because you show your peep card most often to family and friends. They know the real you. It's a great place to bounce off from them. What am I projecting? What are you seeing from me? Let me tell you what happened. And let me tell you what I said. And let me tell you what they said. I want to be unbiased. You know me. How do, how do you think that came off? That is a great source of advice to get from family and friends. Number three, or number four on their list, supervisors. This one freaks me out a little bit because your boss, the owner, your supervisor, direct report, team lead, whatever the name is, those people are managing the job. They have the plan, the map in front of them on where the where the role, where the job, where the function needs to go and what needs to happen. It amazes me that if I'm looking at this number right, 28% got advice from supervisors. That means that 72% of the entire workforce blocks out the supervisor. They never go to them for career advice. That, that blows my mind. I don't even know what to tell you. Listen, that's like playing a sport, getting on the field or the court, and when the coach tries to look at you, you give him the dirty eye and look away. Like, he knows the play. You don't know the play, but you look away. Why would you be in the workplace and seek out guidance for your career from a supervisor? Now, here's what's interesting to me. For those that may remember episode 45 last year, The Power of Engagement, 
And so I have a lot of uh, faithful listeners. You'll remember that episode. It's where I talked about a Gallup survey that uh, determined uh, from the from uh, the respondents that only 13% of the workforce worldwide are actually engaged, which means they have some type of connection, emotional connection to the goals of the organization, right? Then there were those that were disengaged, which means they're there, they're getting a paycheck, but introspectively, emotionally, they're not connected to the goals of the organization. I'm going to do this job, pay me so I can go home. That's them. And then there was a smaller percentage, uh, around 20% or so, that were actively disengaged. They don't mind telling you they don't want to be here. And they're going to spread that attitude to everybody around. These people mess up a workplace, right? So the United States and Canada had the best results. And there, it was still only 29% of the workforce that are actually engaged. Isn't it interesting? According to that survey, 29% of the workforce is actively engaged. And in this survey, 28% of the workforce seek out their supervisors for guidance. Hmm. You think about that. Sounds to me like those that are actively engaged at work are building relationships with their managers, their bosses, their supervisors, their team leaders, their direct report, their project managers, whatever it is. Then 28% do it yourselves. I just be be careful out there. There's a lot of great resources on your way to work is one of those. Uh, I, you've heard me talking for almost a year now. Um, Outgrowing Your Space, which is the working title for my book with Ravel Publishing, uh, is coming in January 2016. Shameless plug, and I don't mind giving it. Um, How to Thrive at Work and Build a Lasting Career. Talk about a lot of good stuff that I just can't talk about at the moment, but it's coming. Uh, Another great place. So there are a lot of good books and articles. And as I was doing that uh, research for that book, and I've spent quite a few years writing that book, I can tell you, there is a a lot of good research out there. You are not an island. You need people. And uh, to navigate a career successfully, you've got to have the help of those who've been down the path you're on. Only 15% of you are actively seeking out career guidance from mentors. Blows my mind. For all of the reasons I've already stated, you got to have people around you. Again, what are my four filters that have proven success They walk with integrity and ethics. They are experienced. They have wisdom or a skill set in an area you desire or need. And they have a positive attitude. Mentors are crucial. I could not be where I am in my career without mentors in my life. I do want to answer a question that one listener wrote in to me actually last week, which kind of um, encouraged me to do this show. Uh, they said, I re-listened to episodes 6, 7, and 43, but didn't fully uh, get the answers to my question. I have considered a mentorship as a formal program. That being said, I'd like to know some more specific thoughts on informal versus formal mentorships. And listener, I think that was a great, great question. So what you've just heard me give, the collective of sources for career advice, are all formal and informal sources for career advice. What makes one formal versus informal? Informal are relationships you can trust. 
and they may be very um, relationship focused. You're getting great advice. It's a good source. Um, And the key or the main ingredient of this relationship is the relationship. It's the connection. It's it's a friendship that you have with someone. That is an informal mentorship, in, in my opinion. That is someone who you actually have relationship, and relationship is the driver for you going to them for career advice in the first place, right? Um, then the, the more formal, all that means is there is a program around being mentored. This is usually in the workplace where you go to your supervisor or senior sponsor and you say, hey, I'd love for you to mentor me. I'd love to develop a program so that I am professionally grown within the organization, et cetera, right? That is more formal. That is when a plan is put together, checkpoints are built in. There are people throughout that plan that are designed uh, for you to be exposed to. That's, that's what I mean by a formal career plan, a, a formal mentor program. And someone who's kind of architecting that, typically it's going to be a manager, a supervisor, um, someone who has the wherewithal or have been given the wherewithal uh, within your organization to really provide a structured development program for you. So I I think that's the only difference between formal versus informal. It is about what sources are you tapping for career advice and what are the filters that you need to make sure those, those sources stream through before you go to and or accept that advice. Let me give you those filters as we close. One, proven success. Two, they have character, integrity, and they, they're ethical. Three, they have the experience and or the wisdom and or a specific skill set that you desire or you need. And four, for God's sakes, a positive attitude. Just don't deal with someone who sucks on lemons all day long. I'm telling you, it's a cancer. I hope you've enjoyed today's show. I hope that was very helpful. Please, if you didn't like what you heard, if you did like what you heard, go out to rawitted.com uh, and leave me your opinion or go to Twitter at rawitted uh, or at facebook.com forward slash rawitted. Until next week, be blessed. Have a great day.